Hey y'all, hi, what's up y'all? Happy New Year, happy new year and welcome back to Black News y'all. It's Cornelia and I'm so happy to be back here with you guys in 2022. What, oh my God, oh my God. Um, so happy and so excited to get into another round of topics. Now, in case you are new to Black News, maybe it's your first time listening, let me explain what it is. Black News is a weekly podcast where I break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. We over here chopping it up, talking about all the things that the Blacks be talking about. So make sure you guys check us out every week. We're here tuning in, chopping it up on a weekly basis. All right, first things first. Please continue to like and subscribe to Black News on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. I say this all the time. We are on all of the major podcast apps and we on some of the mom and pops. You can find us pretty much anywhere at this point. And if you can't, let me know and I'll do the work on the back end to get us added to that. But like and subscribe, rate five stars, leave a comment and tell all your friends and family. And that's how we just grow the show, right? Spreading the word. Word of mouth is the best promotion. So please keep doing that. Uh, we've been doing fantastic in numbers. We've been growing, getting stronger and just having a good old time while we're doing this. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And I thank you in advance. All right, now let's get into it. Now, low key, I was going to take off for one more week. I was going to have a vacation uh, that was extended. I was going to extend my vacation, but I came back uh, to record another episode of Black News for the for the new year, mainly because I was out and I saw the disrespect that y'all had online for Jay-Z. Now, y'all know the y'all know y'all know how I feel about Hove. Jay-Z is my favorite rapper, okay? B- greatest of all time, okay? Top, top five, okay? Dead alive. He, Jay-Z is my guy. Uh, so yeah, but apparently over the break, there was a conversation that happened on Twitter spaces. Him and Alicia Keys, there was a bunch of other people. I don't know who all was involved. All I know, there was a part where he was asked if he'd ever do a versus and he said something to the effect of nobody could ever touch that stage with me. Like basically he said, nah, y'all can't compete. And I agree. But then of course, uh, black folk, cause you know, we all like to have a good time and we like to, we just like to throw stuff out there, debate and, and you know, and, and start a conversation. The comp, the discussion of, a versus battle between Jay-Z and Lil Wayne came up. So, so, which turned into a whole thing. Y'all, people was making fake versus graphics. People was putting together uh, the set lists. Yeah, it just got really out of hand, mainly to the point where people were just throwing out anybody. Like people like, yo, Jay-Z should battle uh, Lil Yachty. Like it was, y'all, it was, it was the worst. Especially for somebody who is a a super Jay-Z fan. Now, I felt disrespected because people be acting like they don't remember or know who Jay-Z is. Now, I understand that with a certain generation. If you are a millennial, 
uh, one of the elder millennials and older, you get it. It appears though, if you were born probably after 1987, you don't. It's a whole new generation. For people born after 87, I feel like Kanye is, they feel about Kanye with the way we feel about Jay-Z. Or if you're from the South, you got a whole other list of of, of favorites. I saw somebody talk about some, they, they prefer Lil Boosie over Jay-Z. Like, y'all, y'all got to stop this. Okay, y'all have to stop this. But, you know, it did start a conversation, especially when it comes to like battling. People were saying, you know, Lil Wayne got hits. And yes, he does. I like Lil Wayne. I'm, I'm a Lil Wayne fan. But when we we talking about, it's just a bigger conversation than that. One, I don't see Jay-Z ever doing a versus because he's a billionaire. Versus is, it kind of acts as a resurgence or a celebration for artists who may not necessarily be top of the conversation in some cases because some you we had Jeezy and Gucci people still talk about uh, Jeezy and Gucci Swiss and Tim did theirs they're still some of the best producers out Two Chainz did one with Rick Ross they still in the conversation so in some cases that's not but we had also had Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills we also had Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers. We also had Nelly and Ludacris. So it does, for a lot of people, it does work as that reintroduction into their catalog. Now, we also have never seen an actual billionaire who feels the need to do a versus battle for that kind of recognition. Honestly, I feel like Jay-Z is pat- ego-wise, I don't see him participating in a platform where the, the versus battle before they was fighting. Like, y'all forget, Busy Bone was fighting uh, last month. Y'all think Jay-Z gonna be like, yeah, they were scrapping. Let me get in on this. He's a billionaire. Like, got a, like I don't know. So I just don't think even if we compare, we can throw out the the... Who we think he can battle, he he's not going to do it. The same way Puff ain't going to do it. Puff ego is too big for, too big to think that he could grace the versus stage. The same way with Dr. Dre. Some people, they just, they just feel like, seem like they feel like they're beyond this. And I think Jay-Z is one of those, uh, one of those people. Also, if we talk about verses and matching up, yes, it's about hits and song choice. But it, another aspect is that performance. A lot of the ones where people thought that there were their favorite verses, for example, the locks versus Dipset. The reason why we like that one and we thought the locks and, and especially Jadakiss did so well because the performance factor. Jay-Z performs. If you ever been to a Jay-Z concert, he going to give you a concert. And if you don't know, go to YouTube and pull up Jay-Z's B-Sides concerts. One of the best rap concerts you'll ever see. Now, I've seen Lil Wayne perform. And the brother needs an inhaler. Like, it, it ain't good. It don't, he be rapping over the lyric. It, like, it, guys, please. He, like... Guys, so that's going to be a factor. Y'all think he going to be, he going to be 20 songs back to back in this shape? No, just stop. Just stop it. Um, But I am interested to hear who y'all think will be a good option to battle against Jay-Z. 
not that I'm going to agree with you, but I want to know y'all's opinion. Do y'all feel like Jay-Z is a little too cocky when he said, can't nobody grace that stage? Nobody can battle him. I mean, I, uh, I, I get where, what everybody's saying, but again, ain't no billionaire about to get up there with somebody who needs verses for a career resurgence. They're not doing that. He collects art. Why people think, whatever. Anyway, let me know <laughs> what y'all think. Were you completely disrespected like I was? Okay. Were you so traumatized by the chatter that you came back a week before vacation to get in on the conversation? Because I had to come to the Black News listeners. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Canelia. Now, I don't really be watching football no more. After we learned about CTE and after the NFL tried to disrespect Colin Kaepernick, I pretty much was done with with the National Football League. For one, now I don't know the, the stats, but I'm going to throw out here and assume that the majority of football players in the NFL are black or men of color. We also now know based on research and the trends that we are seeing that a large percentage of football players suffer from CTE. We also know that the NFL don't care. They don't care, apparently, uh, allegedly. Let me say that. They allegedly don't care about that. So with that said, I'm kind of cool on it, right? I'm kind of cool on it. Um, I just don't, it just bothers me that we are excited about these men bashing their heads up against each other, knowing it's going to give them permanent um, brain damage okay so with that said I do though watch the news and I listen to and pay attention to the chatter about what's going on with black people and that includes black athletes so it sparked my interest when this past week when uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown basically took all of his gear off mid-game threw his sweatbands arm his gear stuff into the stands and left walked out and then he they got they saw him record took a picture of him outside child waiting for the uber then they his uber driver went live in the car or got video of him in the car and then antonio brown immediately dropped a a song that was on like apple music y'all they said the song wasn't good but that's neither here or there i bring this up for black news because one, like I said, I don't pay attention to football, but people kept referencing a hit that like a notorious hit that happened um, on the field to Antonio Brown that apparently kind of triggered something or changed him mentally. People also have been referencing his behavior in the past saying he's always acted kind of like that. He always been all over the place. But I bring it up to for us to kind of put a pin in and to call in. The fact that when people aren't well, what we need to help them. We need to help them. Or also bringing up when stuff, when, let's say people do have a history of just bad behavior. Some people just a hot ass mess, y'all. Some people just a hot ass mess. I learned that in therapy and not in those exact words. My therapist ain't say that. But I have a tendency to try to overanalyze people or not overanalyze people. I try to put into perspective why they may behave the way that they behave. 
by relating it back to something that they may have dealt with or experienced in their lives. Some childhood trauma, some adult trauma, just some events that can connect the dots. But what I've learned and what I'm accepting more of is, yes, that can't be the case for people. That can't be the case for most people or or few people. But that ain't the case for all. Sometimes people just raggedy. Sometimes they just act like that. Ain't nothing happened. They mama didn't cut up. It wasn't none of that. Sometimes people just be doing that. So I bring that up again to say, I would like us to pay more attention to people who may be experiencing mental health breakdowns, identifying that and not be quick to disregard those struggles or not be quick to jump to that. So in the case of Antonio Brown, let's say he has been behaving this way forever, right? Two things can be true at the same time. He can just, that can just be his personality and he can have actual brain damage that is uh, trib- uh, contributing to this behavior. Both of those things can be true or none of those things can be true. He could be a perfectly healthy man, but I think it is something to say that a lot of the behavior that we see from football players who are start, who start to act out erratic, uh, physical violence, um, you know, just harming themselves and others. Sometimes that has something to do with CTE because we see after they die, the brain then can be examined and most of them we see have suffered, i.e. Aaron Hernandez. That's one of the first things to come to mind. Junior Seau, a lot of, a lot of different people. So I just wanted to, um, just to, to bring that up because I want us, I want us to put, and again, mental health conversations is very new in the black community. So a lot of us don't have the language and we just not educated on the fact that some people could have been struggling their entire lives. Maybe he has, he has personality disorder. Maybe he's bipolar. That ADHD, it could be anything. But because we're now new to diagnosing these things or paying attention to it, some of our natural conversations just go back to he acting out, he crazy, he disrespecting the game, and blah, blah, blah. Let me know what y'all think. Because I know some of y'all actually watch football. Give me the backstory. What's this hit, this infamous hit? And I just didn't have time to research. Um, it's been a lot going on. So I didn't have time to really like look at him low key. I don't want to pull up a YouTube video and see him bash his head up against somebody. I, I, I'm not interested in doing that. I want to protect my own mental health and my well-being by not watching uh, sports trauma. So let me know y'all what y'all think. Is this a reoccurring thing with him? Is it just a personality thing? Does Is he suffering some type of mental illness? Is it the CTE? Let me know. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Canelia. Another thing that happened over the break that I want to bring up, and, and and for deeper reasons than surface level, Devon Franklin and Megan Good announced that they were separated and divorcing. In case you guys don't know who that is, Devon Franklin is an entertainment executive. He is also a, a damn good preacher. I w- let me say that Devon be preaching his ass off. Amen. Megan Good is an actress, a producer. Um, she has been in the business since she was a, a child. First movie I saw Megan Good in was Eve's Bayou. So she's been in this. But they, you know, they've been married. 
They wrote the book together. I believe it was called The Weight. Um, they were infamous or known for remaining celibate during their courtship. And they were together for some years and but announced that they have been separated for some for a couple months and now filing for divorce. So they both released a statement, hadn't really said much about it besides that. But let me read to y'all what the statement said and then we'll get into why I'm bringing this up. So the statement says, after much prayer and consideration, we have decided to go into our future separately, but forever connected. We celebrate most, almost a decade of marriage together and a love that is eternal. There's no one at fault. We believe this is our, we believe this is the next best chapter in the evolution of our love. We are incredibly grateful for the life changing years we've spent together as husband and wife. We are also extremely thankful to God for the testimony being created inside us both for blessing our lives with each other. Now, that was a summary. It could be more. I'm just reading it, taking it, like the highlights off of the internet and bringing it to you guys. But once that came out, I started to see the conversation float around where people immediately assumed that Megan did something wrong. Maybe she's dressing too sexy. She was an actress. Somebody even brought up how she used to smoke cigarettes back in the day. Like she used to date celebrities. Wasn't she with 50 Cent? Um... Y'all know she don't want to be a, a preacher's wife. She he didn't like her role on Harlem. She was kissing old boy in the in the TV show. It, it seemed like everybody was immediately saying that it was her fault, even though we have never heard of Megan Good cheating on Devon. We've never heard of there being any drama in their relationship. We never have heard any of their business. But all of a sudden the blame shifts directly towards Megan without anybody saying Devon Franklin was at fault. Why do we do that? And by we, I'm not talking about us, the black news listeners. I'm talking about them. Why are we doing that? And why do we do that? Immediately, I thought about Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, say what y'all want. We, yes, we know Jada Pinkett Smith is now notoriously known for the quote, entanglement with August Alcina. We also know that Will Smith has mentioned and has said that he has done dirt. He knew about the situation and we know pretty much they have an open relationship. So the only person that was shocked by that was us, not Will and Jada. But we have demonized Jada Pinkett Smith because as a whole, people have romanticized Will Smith and has somehow created a narrative that he is suffering in that relationship just because Jada Pinkett Smith isn't doing all of the things that we think or feeling the way we think she should be feeling about being married to Will Smith. It seems and it appears that the same, uh, we're in the same ballpark with this Megan Good, Devon Franklin uh, narrative that because he is an attractive man and because he is a, a network or studio executive, because he is a, 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 can preach his ass off and he a man of God, that somehow Megan must be the problem because she, um, if, if, if not, then she has to be the only reason why they didn't work out. It has to be her. Why do we romanticize men in relationships when things aren't going well why can't it be something that they did 
why can't it be maybe he raggedy hell maybe she, maybe she did do something but we don't know and the fact that people immediately go to it must be something she did wrong we need to check that i'm tired of it i am so sick of this we need to stop and by we i'm talking about them not the black news listeners because we know better but i know one thing these people i won't even say these men because people can't be hurting relationships but a lot of times stuff ain't go down which y'all know this what y'all think went down ain't what went down maybe they just grew apart hell maybe they just don't like each other anymore maybe they could not find the time to nurture and build a relationship when you are entertainment and you are working in entertainment people ain't just this the days ain't like everybody else's Ain't no wake up, get ready for work, go to work, be at work from nine to six. You got the lunch break. Maybe y'all kick it during lunch. You get off work, um, go run a quick errand, be home at seven o'clock, sit on the couch, watch Law and Order SVU and go to bed together. That ain't the entertainment life. That ain't the schedule. Or maybe that was the schedule. They were comfortable with it. But that pandemic, that pandemic made people and couples sit down together and have to look at each other 24 seven because we couldn't go anywhere. So maybe they did not like that life. We don't know. What we do know though is stop romanticizing these relationships and particularly romanticizing the men in these relationships. I want to hear y'all thoughts. What did y'all immediately think? What do y'all think? Why, why are we doing this? Hell, like enough. Let me know. Hit me up on social media because your girl frustrated. At Cornelia, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. I want to hear y'all thoughts. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thank you again for supporting the podcast and continuing to spread the word, telling all your friends and family and liking and subscribing. I appreciate it. We are growing. We are getting bigger and stronger in numbers. So I am so thankful for you all. And I ask that you please continue to do that. And when I say like and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit that five stars, leave a comment. People read those. They get the feedback. They're like, you know what? That sounds good. Let me hear what she got to say. That's what we want and continue to do so. Hit me up on social media if you guys have topic suggestions. I'm at Canelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. I say this every week and I'm going to say it again. I got shows, y'all. I'll be out here. I'll be out here on the weekends kicking it on stage. Check my website or check my social media, specifically Instagram, to get show dates and ticket information. Especially if you come flying into town, maybe y'all here on vacation, definitely come to, to a show. It's going to be a good time. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening to Black News and supporting the podcast. Make sure you guys go out here and have a fantastic week. Continue to kill it doing what you're doing. And I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Bye.